G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Now the big game in town this weekend, which you can hear on SEN Radio, SEN Tassie. And David Flash Lisko's dulcet tones will be on the airwaves as he calls that game. Can't wait. North Melbourne back. versus Port Adelaide at the Blunt at Blunston Arena. At the Blunston at Blunston Arena tomorrow at two ten, and we are very lucky to be joined by Dan McPherson, the GM of North Melbourne Football. Dan, welcome to SEN Tassie and Jack and Flash. Morning, boys. Thanks very much for having me. Great to have you on board. We really appreciate you joining us ahead of the big game, the second game in Hobart for North Melbourne tomorrow. How's it? Uh, how does it feel to be? Uh, are you in Hobart now, or uh, are you heading there later on today? No, we've got a, uh, a 10:30 flight out of Melbourne, so um, yeah, we'll get down there, have a bit of a run around on the ground just after lunchtime, and then uh, yeah, get ready to go tomorrow. How do you adjust to playing games of football down there? Obviously, uh, Marvel Stadium is the home ground, the Victorian home ground of the North Melbourne Football Club. Yep. How does uh, the team adjust to, to playing football at Blunston Arena? Yeah, quite a few of our boys have played a fair bit of footy down there now. So um, they're used to the the, uh, the slight angle of, of on the ground and uh, the way the wind blows. So, um, yeah, we see it as a bit of an advantage for us to get down there. You know, there's quite a few clubs, obviously, that have Marvel Stadium as their home ground uh, in Melbourne. Um, and we see it as a bit of a unique opportunity for us down in Tassie. So, um, yeah, every time we get to play down there, which is four times this year, uh, we really look forward to it. Dan, thanks for joining us this morning. Great to have you here, mate. Um, the year so far, look, there's certainly been a lot of criticism in the media, uh, et cetera, et cetera, clearly in a rebuilding phase and really starting from the bottom and going up. Um, is things really that bad? Like, I feel like we still live in a, a bit of a week-to-week business, this AFL game. Yeah. What, what, what's your perspective and what's your take on it? Yeah, well, it's not... It's you know this old saying it's never as bad as it seems it's never as good as it seems. Um, internally we you know obviously we're disappointed with some of the performances that we've put up this year, but um, we're also really aware that um, we're in a as you said we're in the depths of a of a rebuild or, or the start of a rebuild. Um, and you know in my own experience having been at Melbourne for eight years before I moved across to North this year, um, I know exactly what that looks like. Uh, I do know it takes time and it. It can be very frustrating, but um, at the same time, it, it does take time to get it to get it moving in the right direction. Um, and history will suggest with Melbourne and Brisbane, and and you know you see Carlton now. Once it does turn, it can turn quite quickly. So yeah, it's it's going to be um, it's going to be a bit of hard work ahead of us. Um, but we're certainly you know we're quite optimistic about the direction that we're heading in. We're confident with the kids that we've got in the club at the moment, but. Um, yeah, it just takes time. So um, we, we, uh, we're probably frustrating a lot of fans and, and supporters. Um, we're really thankful and, and proud that we've just knocked over a, a club membership record this year. We've knocked over 47,000. So, um, you know, given how we're going, our supporters have been unbelievable. Um, but, yeah, it's, gonna, it's just going to take time and, and uh, hope everyone can stick with us. 
Now, Dan, as a Swans supporter, as I am, I remember your footy well, and that little waddle coming out of the back pocket that you had was uh, very familiar that will always stay with me. You played under, I reckon you must have got the tail end of Brassy, Ede, and the start of Ruse. Would that be right, your career at the Swans? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So in the mix of all those guys, I imagine you would have heard the odd cook um, here or there all the time. We've seen what's happened with David Noble this week. Um, How's he... You know, how's his week been, and and what's your general take on that whole conversation? Yeah, it's, it's been we've sort of been a little bit bemused by the whole thing, particularly given it it's come from a story you know five or six weeks ago um, that it's popped up again. Um, yeah, no, I, I was on the end and, and witnessed quite a few sprays in my time, um, but but things have certainly changed, you know, in a, in that time. Um, and yeah, look, what happened in Brisbane? It wasn't. It wasn't horrific. Um, it was just, you know, a good solid cook. But the boys, you know, and Jack Zebel was saying on the radio the other day that given the performance that we that we put up, uh, it wasn't unwarranted. But I think it says more about Nobes that he uh, he sort of sat back and had a think about it over a couple of days and thought, yeah, maybe that's not the right way to go uh, in this day and age. And you know, he uh, he then went back and spoke to the boys and and said, you know, I might have went over the mark a little bit. Does he, does he? I'm interested in the, the approach from from David Noble there. Is, is that a? Yeah. Does he speak to the group as a whole and say, "Hey boys, uh, made a mistake. This is how, uh, this is what I regret and and what I would change." And then does he follow up with the guys that were maybe a bit more um, hurt from the the, the spray, uh, or is it just the whole group thing addressed in front of the whole group and that's it? Yeah, well, certainly no. Um, we didn't get any individual feedback from from any of the guys saying that they were upset or um, traumatised in any way. Um, no, just, you know, in his own reflection over the few days following the game, um, you know, wanted to get back in front of the boys and said, oh, look, I might have, I might have uh, gone overboard a little bit. Um, but, yeah, it certainly wasn't um, in response to any of the guys individually coming up to him or, or, or speaking to anyone and saying that it was too much. So it was just him doing it himself. Great self-awareness. It's just, it's, it's yeah. funny, this this media um, and, and now with social media, just the jungle drums beat and then all of a sudden it rolls into a direction <laughs> and we end up with fabricated stories. And, it's, and for mine, it shows a coach that's self-aware, understands his group yeah. and, and uh, he's reflected on the fact that he may have made a mistake and he's making an atonement for it. So fair yeah, play to him. I, I, I'm, I, I'm, I know that Chris Fagan's a big supporter of, of David Noble. So mm. um, glad to see we can have some reflection still in, in AFL football. Now, moving our thoughts onto the weekend's game against Port Adelaide, yep. um, two really important pieces to your puzzle, uh, Taron Thomas yep. and, and Hugh Greenwood, yep. two Tasmanians. Yep. Fortunately, yep. Hugh goes out this week. We had him on the show uh, two weeks ago, and he was chatting about how much yep. he loved playing in front of his, his home yeah. crowd. H- how important is it for the football club to have Tasmanians playing for North Melbourne in front of their home crowd and having that connection not only with the sponsorship but also having Tasmanians yep. representing the mighty North Melbourne Football Club? Yeah, well, it's brilliant for us. It's brilliant for the individuals. As you said, they love playing down in Tassie. And, and for us to have our second home base... Uh, down in Tassie um, for those guys to get the opportunity to play down there in front of friends and family is fantastic um, and it's also you know it gives us a great link or, or an even stronger link um, to the state down there so yeah it's terrific for us 
um, it's great for the individuals and it's it's just made the the bond and the relationship with the North Melbourne Footy Club and Tasmania stronger. Uh, Dan, we just had a text off the line from Richie from Moona and he's asking, how's young Patrick Walker been travelling? Yeah, he's been going okay. He's um, he had a couple of little interruptions over um, pre-season, so he's he's been unable to get a consistent run at it. Um, but his last two or three weeks at the VFL have been um, have been better. He's he's starting to get his hands on the ball a bit more. So um, he's obviously a terrific athlete. Um, we want to get the footy in his hands as much as we can. So um, yeah, we look to Paddy to keep improving over the next few weeks and and put his name up in contention. Another one of young plays, uh, and there's been a lot, a lot of talk as well about Jason Horn Francis. Obviously, rested this week with a hamstring issue. Yep. Yep. This is it's not a big story that he hasn't signed a contract. There, we, there is second year players, first year players out there that haven't signed contracts. It doesn't happen. Yep. Like you don't get drafted and then automatically sign an extension, do you? We can put no, some, correct. we can put some water on this fire, surely. Yeah. If if you. Uh dig a bit deeper and have a look around it's, it's been happening for years you know it's not an automatic thing that as you said uh high draft picks sign straight away um there's examples all over the place so yeah it's it's absolutely not an issue for us um the club's been talking um with jace's manager you know ongoing and yeah we're confident something will get done but we're in no rush and, and he's ha- not either so and the hamstring issue just a a, a one weaker for for him yeah we hope so he um yeah he just pulled up uh, he was sore on Tuesday, so we got it looked at. Um, got a scan done there. Now there was a little bit on there, so he was still a bit sore Wednesday. So, you know, given he's obviously a young player, he's played every game. He played the practice matches. Um, we've had a couple of six-day back-to-backers and, and just travel back from Perth. So, uh, we thought we'd leave him out this week, and and hopefully it doesn't mean he plays and and you know uh, puts himself at risk and potentially misses five or six. So we'd ra- rather he miss just one. Well, Dan, we really appreciate you joining us here on Jack and Flash and uh, SEN Tassie. And we wish you best of luck down there. I don't know whether you know it, but it's called the Pouch. That's what we locals refer to it. The Pouch. It's the Very home, good. home of the Clarence Football Club. So it fits in nice. nicely with the North Melbourne ties there. So we wish you best Beautiful. luck against the Port Adelaide Football Club this weekend. Thanks, boys. Nice to, nice to be with you. There we are. Dan McPherson, the GM of Football Operations at North Melbourne.